0: Guys, so from the rafters in the now uh i find myself half the time looking at twitter reading the news and not having a guest for my podcast but i really just want to get my thoughts out there so i've decided to do these little five to ten minute clips where i can just talk and explain to you my thoughts on what's going on right now and these are going to be more i wouldn't say comedic but they're not going to be completely serious like i break down the salary cap and go into stats i just kind of want to speak my mind and Maybe make this more for the casual fan who doesn't really know what's going on in the NBA but wants to start keeping up. So the trade deadline just happened. It's currently 4 p.m. on February 6th. And let's just start with the fact that Andre Drummond just got traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers and tweeted out uh, his baffled state at the moment. He was loyal to the Pistons for years, and they basically shipped him off for a bag of rocks. Uh, Brandon Knight, John Henson, and a second-round pick. And if you're unfamiliar with who those guys are, then good, because they're not good. They're not going to do much for the Pistons. This is a complete tank job. No clue what Detroit's trying to do here. They probably could have gotten a first at if they waited till the offseason, but they decided to just waste their franchise star, who's been an all-star for them, to trade them for—I I think SpongeBob could do a better job on this Pistons team than Brandon Knight and John Henson. Um, Miami just got a whole hell of a lot scarier. Uh, Iguodala and Jay Crowder going to the Heat and they gave up Justice Winslow and as I say this, Justice Winslow's a solid, solid player and I think he'll be great with what Memphis is trying to build especially since they did so many other little deals here um, so Evan Turner is probably not going to remain with the team he's on right now and he went to the Timberwolves if I'm not mistaking but he's going to probably be bought out and I don't know who's going to sign him Please, I, just, I, I thought the Celtics would be a good fit, and I kind of prayed for it a little uh, a little while ago, but the more I look at his stats, I looked at the other day, not going to happen. No, thank you. Move on. Uh, moving on to the Timberwolves. Last night, I tweeted, hashtag free cat, because they could, right now, have a lineup of Chris Dunn, Zach Levine, uh, Andrew Wiggins, Laurie Markinen, and Karl-Anthony Towns, which would be a decent team that could be fighting for an 8-spot, eight 8-seed eight right now, but... They, they messed it all up, they got greedy, tried to win now, traded for Jimmy Butler, and that obviously, clearly wasn't a fit, I mean, he bullied Carl anthony Towns to the point where he was in practice just giving him a load of crap, where Carl anthony Towns was basically crying to the media, and I love Towns, don't get me wrong, I respect him, I am on Team Towns of the Towns versus Embiid matchup, but I just, you could have dealt with that internally, but anyways, Minnesota is a terribly run franchise until today. They managed to do something right by trading Wiggins to the Warriors, shipped him off, and got D'Angelo Russell. Now, I'm not sure exactly what Minnesota's lineup, but off the top of my head, it'll probably be something along the lines of D'Angelo Russell, Josh Okoji, uh Malik Beasley maybe, uh, or Juancho, and then Carl Anthony Towns, and like someone else, but just the fact that they have Russell and Towns in their starting five is going to be a great fit. Those two are good friends. The only missing piece is Devin Booker. Please get Devin Booker out of Phoenix. If we can get those three on a team together, I think that would light up the entire NBA. Going through the rest of the trade line, it was honestly a ton of tiny moves. The Clippers actually got scary. The Clippers are going to be a force to deal with this year. I don't know who's going to have to face them in the first round, but they're going to lose. I don't know who's going to have to face them in the second round, but they're going to lose. They just got Marcus Morris and Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas is going to be bought out, and so I don't know where he'll end up. A little piece of me hopes he ends up in Boston, but that's just me. But, um, yeah, I think the Clippers are huge, huge contenders to win the East now. They freed up a space, trading Derek Walton to the Hawks. The Hawks are just taking on everybody's bad contracts and random people right now. But, um. Marcus Morris is going to help that team so much. He's going to the Clippers. They're rumored to start a lineup of uh, Pat Bev, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Marcus Morris, and Avicii Zubac. And then they'll have Lou Will and Montrezl Harrell off the bench. That's disgusting. That's going to win a championship. I don't know if it's going to be this year or next year, but that's going to win a championship. And now let's move on to the Boston Celtics. Danny Ainge, I respect you. I love you. And honestly, maybe this, this is the good move. But right now, I'm pissed. You have so many draft assets, so much young talent on a team with two of your stars pushing 30. I understand Tatum is 21 and Brown's 23, and we're a young team. Smart's 26. We have seven rookies on contract this year. We picked up five right out of college. But you have Hayward and Kemba, who are both around 30. And your window to win a championship with this core right now is in the next, I would say, five years, maybe less. If Kemba and Gordon start to decline and you have so many assets and last draft, you told yourself, I don't want to come into the season with five rookies that I drafted and look what you did. You came into the season with five rookies and I'm not complaining because I like them all. I love Taco. I love Carson. I love Tremont. I love Romeo. I love Grant. I love Grant, but that's not going to fly every year from here on out. You can't just come into the season with that and expect to get better and better if you're bringing in newer and newer people. This was the year you needed to flip assets. I understand you tried to trade for Christian Wood. I understand you tried to trade for davis Bertans, but you should have pushed harder. If that meant giving up Carson, I would have been okay with it. Like, I love Carson. I really do, like I said. And I think he can be a decent scorer off the bench for us, but if that turns into davis Bertans, then you do that deal. And, like, give more for Christian Wood. He shoots 38% from behind the line, the three-point line, and you just you just couldn't get a deal done it it disappoints me like look what the Pistons got for Drummond they got a bag of rocks they got bricks they got horrible contracts and bad players for their franchise star and you couldn't make a deal for Christian Wood come on man um but hey I'm gonna stay optimistic and Romeo has proven to be real good this season he's not putting up huge stats but his advanced stats are great I saw a stat today that was like his defensive rating hasn't uh gone over 100 and his offensive rating hasn't dipped below something like 108 and his average net rating in the games he's played is like 30 which is really good for a rookie so he could turn into a good asset especially if he can shoot consistently I don't think I've seen him take many shots he mostly just drives right now but if he can learn to drive I mean shoot then I think he'll be good for us and Grant Williams in the past stretch of games is shooting 50 percent from three where's that come from after that horrible start like if he can continue that will be good Anyways, right now it's looking like our eight-man lineup. Going forward is going to be Kemba, Smart, Brown, Tatum, Hayward, Cantor, Tice, and Wanamaker or Shemi, depending on the up, matchup, um, which isn't bad. I'm fine with it. Wanamaker and Shemi are better than people say. I got into a Twitter fight today because people were calling them not NBA players, which is ridiculous. Another guy told me that Gordon Hayward is awful and we should trade him, and I told him he uh doesn't actually watch basketball games if he doesn't see Gordon's value. But anyways, I digress. Uh, I assume the Celtics will probably pick someone up in the buyout market. Maybe like a Isaiah Thomas now. That'd be fun. He's getting bought out by the Clippers soon, it's rumored. Uh, I'm big fan of Iman Shumpert. I think he could be a good 3-and-D guy for us off the bench. Maybe even Jonas Derebko, but he's, he's like a very poor man's Davis. I mean, yeah, Davis Bertans. I think I said that on a podcast the other day, but... I mean it. So, yeah, IT4, uh, Iman Shumpert, or Jonas Derebko are the guys that I'm looking for as of now. Other than that, I can't complain too much because we're still a good basketball team, but I just kind of think this was the year for Danny age to turn some of his assets into into talent and make a run. But it pisses me off even more that Philly got Burks and Robinson for three seconds. You, you're telling me we couldn't have gotten one of them for like two seconds? And cut, like, someone. I'm not going to name names because I love all Celtics, but couldn't cut someone. I don't know. Those are my thoughts. Um, I'll probably be back every couple days with one of these from the Rafters in the Now episodes. Just like like I said, five to ten minutes. My thoughts on what's happening in the NBA. If I can't find a guest, these will be out. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace.